Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to some breaking news, Riker. Let, let's play that clip. Riker, we got some news that has come out just really in the last half hour, but DeMarcus Cousins of the Houston Rockets, a guy that seemingly everyone in the Raptors world wanted to come to the Raptors this offseason, he's parting ways with the, his team, the Houston Rockets, currently. He's not officially bought out just yet or traded by any means, but... It's a sure thing. It's been report reported by Shams that they're going to be moving on from one another. So, Riker, does this mean the Toronto Raptors should target Boogie Cousins? Yeah, I don't know if you can hear sirens outside, <laughs> but there's some activity outside my apartment building right now. This one surprises me, Ben. And the reason that this is breaking news is because unlike Andre Drummond, who might get bought out, uh, Blake Griffin, who might get bought out, right? It doesn't seem like there's any good trade partners for them. Those guys I don't think would be as easy to pick up in the free agency market as DeMarcus Cousins might be, but really he gives you similar things because we're not looking at a big to come out, be the starter on the Toronto Raptors, give us 30, 40 minutes. This guy, and you're going to break it down in a second, is very much on the unathletic side of the <laughs> spectrum, but would do a little bit off of the bench to sort of patch up some of the glaring lack of sort of offensive ability rebounding etc so we'll do a side-by-side -side comparison to him and Aaron Baines a little bit later in the season but or in this podcast but the reason that this one surprises me Ben is because I really thought that him John Wall Kentucky teammates Kentucky buddies that they were going to have at least one season together and sort of playing but I guess with wanting to go young wanting to give time to Christian Wood this ultimately made no sense for them to stick together yeah, and Shams came out and said that this wasn't because Boogie was a headache in the locker room, which he certainly was earlier in his career, but by all accounts, he's been a great veteran leader for that team. It's just, as you mentioned, Christian Wood is coming into his own. He's a younger guy. They gave him the contract, and Boogie Cousins is a guy that I guess they wanted to give minutes to, especially that he's healthy right now. Not necessarily in shape, but certainly healthy, but... So they probably let him say, okay, you're not going to get minutes with this team going forward. You can just go move on to another squad. But looking at his stats this season, Riker, about 10 points per game, 8 rebounds, shooting 34% from the uh, from the three-point line. A lot of his shots are actually coming from behind the arc right now. And it's a really he has a really just unorthodox style of play this season. Because I look through Rockets Reddit, obviously not many people that aren't diehard Rockets fans are watching that team this year because they have been... Pretty brutal to say the least. They were okay when Depot was was healthy, and we'll get into Depot later in this podcast. But Demarcus Cousins, he's a guy that apparently has certainly looked healthy, but out of shape. And he comes into these games, Riker, and for the first five minutes of action, apparently he's he's a beast. He's looking like prime Demarcus Cousins with a three point shot. He's taking step backs. He's taking these these deep long threes. But then as soon as the wind go gets underneath them, then it's it's over for him and. The defensive liabilities that he had at the peak of his prime uh, just get completely exaggerated, and he's a he's a liability. But that sort of is what we want out of our big men. It's not obviously to be a liability, not what but we want. yeah, yeah. It's but not to be a liability, but the fact that they can come in, play spot minutes, and you brought it up, Aaron Baines, the insurance pylon. He's coming in to be insurance on defense with Joel Embiid and we'll see how that all plays out with the Sixers coming up in the next couple games but 
we've had most of our struggles this season on the offensive end of the floor. So if we have a defensive insurance pylon in Aaron Baines, maybe we just get an offensive insurance pylon in uh, in DeMarcus Cousins to come out, splash a few threes, maybe get a few buckets. He won them a game in the NBA Finals against us a couple years ago. I know he ha- he's had another injury since then, but he's still a guy that can do some stuff for you on the offensive end. Ben, yes. So you talk about his stats this season. Of course, at one time he was considered the best center in the entire NBA. I don't think there's any potential of him coming back to form in his career, let alone this season. But he was putting up 25-plus points per game, 12-plus rebounds per game, playing heavy minutes. So he has the skill set to be able to come in and be an impact guy. And I think over the past couple seasons, yeah, he had an Achilles injury, which is a crazy one to come back from in 2018, followed that up the very next season with an ACL injury. I shouldn't even laugh. Those are two of the worst injuries you can possibly get in sporting. <laughs> and he, ben knows he had the ACL. So to have those back-to-back and still be playing in the NBA, that's it's an impressive feat. But what mm-hmm. I think would be a benefit to the Raptors is that now he's realized that his role is coming off is you know, he was the tech leader in the NBA for countless seasons because he just had such a hot head and playing alongside Rondo for a little stint didn't help him out any. But <laughs> to have him come in with that skill set, the ability to splash the three, not at a super high percentage, grab rebounds a little bit better than Aaron Baines, I think that this guy, you'd have to admit, would be a net positive off the bench when small ball just isn't getting it done, especially with then the Raptors bench struggles on offense. Like you mentioned, it was glaringly obvious in the most recent game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We said the days of the bench mob are far, far in the rear view, it seems, because we were struggling. We only had six points from the bench Mm -hmm. at the half of that game. So to have a guy that comes in confident, veteran, I think that this could be a real nice pickup, especially at his market value compared to the likes of Andre Drummond, because everybody's name's in the hat to pick him up if he gets bought out. So, Ben, I want to compare him really quickly to Aaron Baines, and predominantly because if they're both insurance pylons, one is a better pylon, perfect way to transition into our segment. Our segment? Oh, yeah, the Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, break it it? let's break it up. Let's break it up. Blocked! Blocked! This was the play earlier. Oh! Saddle win. Protect the paint, protect your jewels. The the Toronto Raptors, this is our segment where we talk about big men and talk about our sponsors. So take it away, Riker. Absolutely, Ben. And protect the paint is one thing, but even score in the paint. I'm going to expand this segment a little bit because we just need something from our centers at this point. And what we need is quality. Same thing as this. You got the best shaver in the game. Now you got the best nose trimmer. I don't know. If blonde, we're both blonde. So we don't have a little demo right here. I'll give a little demo. But uh, my nose is going to be super itchy now to finish this off. But honestly, it doesn't nick super high quality. My favorite thing right now, their new musk or must, I don't know what it's called, but the uh, the cologne, it's fantastically manly. And again, we're coming out of lockdown. This is the time you need to be focusing on your your personal grooming. So hit the, the discount code in the bottom, hit the link, use the code wraps for 20% off. I personally vouch by this, all my friends. And Ben, again, we're talking quality. The step up, I think, is DeMarcus Cousins or Aaron Baines. I think that that'll be the debate because you could give just as many cons as you could pros to either of them. 
maybe a little bit less towards Aaron Baines, but is DeMarcus Cousins a significant upgrade? I'm going to toss that question back to you. Well, depends what you're talking about, as you said, because there's pros and cons with each player. Aaron Baines is, I think, the guy that, for as poor as he is in pick-and-roll defense, I think down low he's probably more reliable, and there's something to be said about that because Aaron Baines, again, hasn't been the greatest player on the defensive end this season. He's been better against bench units, but certainly when he's going up against the top talent in the NBA, a bit shaky, a bit bit rocky. That's why we've been running Stanley Johnson these guys down the stretch. By no means either of these players would be guys you'd rely upon on in terms of locking down the other team's best player, and neither of them I really expect getting important minutes in the fourth quarter, unless maybe they're going off or something like that. But on the offensive end, it's interesting, because Boogie Cousins, you feel like, is a guy that has had that star, been in the spotlight in the past of his career, so he's more effective with the basketball in his hands. So he's going to shoot, like he takes four, four or five threes a game, I believe so, get those attempts, or he's at... Yeah, he's at 4.63 at three-point attempts per game. Not on the greatest efficiency, but again, he's a great shooter when he comes out and he's not fatigued, so maybe Nick Nurse can manage his minutes a little bit better than the Houston Rockets have. But So he's going to take more shots. We said we don't want our pylons to shoot threes, and especially if it's a low percentage. So maybe Aaron Baines might be especially more efficient. Especially seven of them, Ben. <laughs> especially seven in one game. Yep, definitely not seven. So when you go one for seven, oh for seven. So... It's a, It could be a weird predicament there. Maybe you have a situation where he's just bricking everything like Aaron Baines was when he started. Aaron Baines just has been completely reluctant to even shoot them at this point. So that's a, maybe he's been listening to the podcast. And honestly, he's been playing better. But it's a, it's a weird situation. But I think certainly in terms of ceiling, even DeMarcus Cousins, through all those injuries, through everything that's happened, would be a better offensive fit than Baines, but I think he gives up a lot more on the defensive end, and there's something to be said about that, because Aaron Baines is not a great defender. I kind of agree with you. I kind of, yeah, it's tough to say if you're only giving a guy that's going to come out in 10-15 minutes, his role is going to be probably against a big, such as Alex Lynn, Jonas Valanciunas. Now, I know that those guys are both starters on their respective teams, but that's who was torching the Raptors in those games because our bench guys weren't coming in and getting that rim protection. So you kind of do want that, but I'm looking at these other things to say he's more of a threat at the perimeter, so you're going to have better spacing. And that's particularly helpful Mm -hmm. for guys like TD, who's a better probably slasher than shooter, although he obviously hit those three threes in the game and that, ice game winner against the the Timberwolves but guys like that um even Matt Thomas you know if you have if you don't have the ability to come and sag off of the center then you're only going to have one guy chasing around Matt Thomas it might free him up a little bit also I'm looking at his assists per game they play equal minutes and he's getting about two and a half to Aaron Baines one right what was the big benefit to the Raptors with with having Marcus Saul, it was his playmaking. Now, I'm not putting them on the same plateau mm-hmm. by any stretch. Boogie's but... always been a great playmaker, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. And to have yeah. a guy that can at least see the court, because Aaron Baines, he only has two options. It's to shoot it, to get an offensive rebound. Okay, three options. To get an offensive rebound and miss his putback, or to just do a dribble handoff. He doesn't have any ability to create. Whereas the Marcus Cousins, you know, he might. He might be able to size up the court a little bit better. Uh, he might be able to make a little bit more high IQ passes. Those things, I don't know if it would be, you know, if if the detriment of defense is that much worse than the benefits of the offense. That would be my big question mark with him. 
Yeah, and that's that's the big debate. And so I think we're both in the same boat. For that last roster spot, we dropped Alex Len a center. I think Boogie would certainly be an upgrade in t- against Alex Len, who we've recently released. So if he's available, I wouldn't mind picking him up in the buyout market. But again, the question is, would we even be able to get him? Would the Toronto Raptors be able to get him? Because the Lakers have been interested in picking up a big with Anthony Davis out. And uh, the Nets are obviously in looking for every guy that's ever been good in NBA history. So it's a, it's a definitely a competitive marketplace. If Drummond's on the, the, the buyout market, I don't think Blake Griffin will get bought out this season because he still has $70 million for... To, to be paid from the Detroit Pistons. He's got two years on the max deal, so I don't think he gets bought out this year. I believe Riker, they're still paying Josh Smith in terms of the stretch provision, so it's, uh, I don't know if they... Yikes. Yep. That's and rough. They just bought out Reggie Jackson, who also had a big contract, so I don't know how interested they may be in actually buying out Blake Griffin for that much money they might be in i think i read somewhere that if they buy out blake griffin as current contract and he doesn't give up any money they they've reached the max in terms of what you'd actually have to buy out so blake griffin would have to sacrifice stuff that gets messy but we don't want to dive too much into that i think we both agree be a cool pickup for to get boogie cousins and but the guy that really everybody wanted this summer and people were talking about sign and trades if fred was going to leave thankfully fred stayed and we wanted to keep fred obviously over this guy but victor oladipo a player that has shown promise with the Houston Rockets, but again, injuries have been the question over the course of his career. He's coming up in a contract year as well. He's an unrestricted free agent, and he was just traded to the Rockets in that Houston Rockets four-team extravaganza, and they've been rumored to be looking interested in moving Victor Oladipo. He's just returning from injury right now, but he's made it known he's looking to go the maybe potentially go to the Miami Heat. The Rockets, they want to get younger. I'm not sure how interested they'll be in a win-now, theoretically, guy in Victor Oladipo. So, do you think he could potentially be on the move? And if he is, should the Raptors take a risk on a, a flyer on Victor Oladipo? No. How would this? How would you expect this to happen? It would have to be via trade. I don't suspect he's going to get bought. Yeah, no, he get traded. Yeah, and to have a guy with such a considerable asterisk to say yeah. or to have so many reports around him that he's still likely, regardless of situation in Houston, sort of being able to start afresh, that it's very likely chances that he's going to look to a team like the Miami Heat. So to have to trade any assets, again, really our only bargaining chips in both of our minds. Maybe somebody in the comments section has a different opinion, but in both of our minds, the only two trade pieces right now are Kyle Lowry, Norman Powell. And 10 games ago, we were saying very much, if there's a a good deal on the table, you'd consider moving them. But with the way that they've played and the Raptors getting back to 500 winning record and uh, maybe making another push in these next two games against the 76ers to take that next step up, I I I think they're untouchable. So really all the trade pieces that the Raptors have are completely off off the market right now, Ben, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think a lot of people would agree with you. I am certainly one of those people. I don't want to be moving on from Norman Powell to get Depot. The only you'd only trade up a, another class of players to move Norman Powell the way he's been playing, Kyle Lowry the way he's been playing. You know, if you're getting the the Kawhi levels, you know, in a package deal, obviously not Kawhi specifically, but then you'd make that move, obviously. But for Victor Oladipo, with all the question marks surrounding him, I don't think you trade one of our core pieces. But Riker. Maybe in a theoretical world where you get a three-team trade, and we obviously don't have the trade machine pulled up, but you give up 
one of Matt Thomas or Terrence Davis, who TD has looked a bit more promising after that one game. And, uh, you know, maybe a, a first or something. I don't know what the value for Depot might be. Maybe just one of those young guys would get it done. Would you be interested in maybe doing a trade that where you acquire Boogie and Victor Oladipo? Because that would be the only route I'd really consider it. Oh, man. We're really overvalued. I know people love to flame us when we start saying Norman Powell is has the sort of ability or the, the market value to be able to trade for another big-name player. I think he's proven that he has, and anybody yeah. who's doubted him, when you've put up a stretch of seven, eight, nine games now, scoring 20 to 29 points per game, yeah. and doing it against the best of opponents, you're better than the guys that we've been <laughs> suggesting that he gets put into a trade package for. So shame on you for saying that Raptors fans are such homers that we make these ridiculous trade scenarios. Norman Powell, he's better than the mix. He's better than Oladipo. So yes, I don't know what Oladipo's trade value is. Obviously, this is not the report. The report is DeMarcus Cousins, but it would make sense if they're saying, hey, let's start padding our team with young guys, pieces. Let's rebuild. They're saying Christian Wood's the future. They're saying some of our other guys, I don't know any of the other guys on the Houston Rockets that are promising for them. But if, if that's what it would take, a couple of picks, to, to get to bring in Oladipo, to bring in DeMarcus Cousins, and with the way the Raptors have been playing, I would do that. The issue is Oladipo would have to be a bench guy, and I don't think that's his role then. Yeah, because the way Norman Powell's been playing, he'd be he's too nice to be putting on the bench right now. Maybe you'd put Lowry there, as you brought up. You wouldn't put Fred there, I guess, at this point. But it's, it's interesting maybe if someone goes down, but... People have been, in the the minutes that we had in between this report coming out and actually doing this podcast, we had about three or four people actually mention, could we get Depot, could we get this? So we wanted to throw them in the podcast, see what, just give our takes on it and give our takes on Boogie, but let us know what you guys think in the comment section below. You're the best for making this fire, and we haven't plugged it, we forgot to plug it, we plugged the Manscaped when you brought up the segment name, I thought you were were talking about the idea we had of a, a... future segment we have in mind that we've been planning we won't spoil it here but we we have a new one though that we're on the road to 20k subscribers so we'd really appreciate it everyone if you're not watching if you're not if you're watching this especially this far you're not subscribed definitely subscribe about half of our viewers on all of our videos aren't actually subscribed so if all you guys get in that uh click that red button get in the like section and stuff join the squad or really help us out but yeah so subscribe to the channel uh, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. TikTok is going to be back on the go. Some people hit me up. I, I still got to respond to all those messages, but shout out to everyone giving that TikTok advice. But uh, Riker, do you have any last words? Yeah, I think I think some of the guys that reached out to give us this report, well, obviously it's breaking news, but mm-hmm. Robert DeSantis, Zane Khan, maybe Joffrey A., Thomas Felizardo, just shouting out everybody in our, in our IG DM. So this is big news. Let, let me, let's say this to finish it off, Ben what on a percentage scale how likely are we how likely is it to see demarcus cousins in a raptors uniform this season i'm putting it at 20 20 percent he's going low i'm gonna go higher i'm gonna say 65 percent let us know cheers whoa (laughs) 